Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to up-level their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Savvy Social Hour podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to chat a little bit about crafting a cohesive quarterly plan. So we're almost to November and December, aka most people's busiest months of the year. So I wanted to give you a jumpstart on crafting your Q1 quarterly plan for 2019. Because starting in November, I will be taking a month and a half off from releasing new content on the podcast. Don't worry, I'll be back in January. But I thought now is the perfect time to share about quarterly planning, why it's important, and how to craft a quarterly plan before I take my break, and also before the last two months of the year, which is inevitably everyone's busy season, whether that's in terms of your business or your home life or a mix of both. Personally, for me, it's a mix of both. The holidays are pretty much crazy for everyone when it comes to their personal life, but my business is pretty um, crazy during the holidays too because people are looking to outsource and get things off their plate so they can focus on family. So with that said, let's dive right in. So first we're going to start with what the heck is a quarterly plan anyway. So a quarterly plan is when you plan out exactly what you want to accomplish over the next 90 days in a quarter. So, you know, quarters go January through March, um, April through June, July through um, September, and then October through December. And I prefer quarterly planning over planning for the entire year, even though I do set goals for things I want to achieve each year. Um, Because I find it easier to break things down into three-month periods to ensure that I'm achieving goals that I set. And I think if you're not already utilizing quarterly planning, you will find it a lot easier too. Because let's be real, who here has set all these big goals for themselves and then at the end of the year, you're like, wow, I literally accomplished one of these. Raise your hand. I've been there. So yeah, quarterly planning really helps do that. Um, so why is it important? Um, it's important because it allows you to set your goals into motion in a much more digestible way. And this three month period versus, you know, 12 months, it just helps you break down what you really want to achieve. And then, you know, if you get to quarter three and you're like, okay, I don't really care about this goal anymore, then you can kind of adjust accordingly. And before I started implementing quarterly planning back in May of 2018, I felt like I had so many goals that I wanted to achieve each year, but I didn't know what steps to take um, to get there. So I just set all these big goals and hope for the best, which obviously led to me not meeting all of the goals that I set for myself and ending up disappointed at the end of each year because, you know, like I said, I'd only reached one or two of the goals I had set because I wasn't really intentionally trying to meet these goals. I was just saying, oh, I want 5,000 email subscribers, but not actually taking the steps I need to take to make that happen. So now let's dive into how to craft your cohesive quarterly plan. So first, I want you to sit down and write out all the things you're wanting to achieve in 2019. And this might be kind of a long list, but you don't need to do all of them in 2019. Just think about just the major things you want to achieve over the next year or so. 
Maybe you want to create a new product or service or grow your email list to 10K subscribers. Whatever those big goals that you have or small goals, doesn't matter, just write them down um, and take a minute to do that. And then once you've completed this step, then I want you to pick the three things that you want to accomplish for Q1 of 2019. So since a quarter is only a couple months, I recommend picking one bigger thing. So for the example that I just used, launching a new product or service, that's going to be the bigger thing since that's a large undertaking. And then two smaller things, maybe that's growing your email list by 300 subscribers in the three month period and being a guest on three different podcasts. So, you know, that doesn't have to be what you do, but once you pick these three things that you want to accomplish, then you're going to work backwards. So I recommend using a project management tool like Asana or Trello, whatever your poison is, um, use it. Or if you just prefer pen and paper, that's fine too. But for me, a digital tool is just works so much better. Um, but you'll map out what needs to be accomplished each month to reach your goals. So let's start with the biggest goal. Obviously, that's going to be launching a new product or service with that prior example. So think about all the things that go into it. You're going to want to validate the idea, create the packages if it's a service or the content if it's a product, you know, the actual launch process, sending emails about it, social media posts, all those things. Um, if it's a product, obviously you have to like do a sales page. Well, you have to do a sales page for a service too, but a sales page, um, you know, figure out how much you're going to charge, all the different things. So you're going to divide these tasks up starting in January and going all the way to your launch date. So you would pick the day you want to launch. So say you were like, hmm, I'm going to go with March 15th. That sounds great. And then you're going to work backwards from there and set due dates accordingly. So setting these deadlines is absolutely crucial because it helps you keep on track. So if you are like, okay, March 15th, launching my new product or service, great. So starting in January, you're going to map out those tasks. So obviously first you're going to validate the idea. Say you want that due by January 10th and then you're going to go from there. Just kind of map it out so it fits within your schedule, but you still have deadlines so that you're making sure that it's getting done. Because let's be real, if we don't set deadlines for ourselves, we're just going to continuously push back um, because there's always something you need to be doing in business. So, you know, making sure that that is a priority is really important. And like I said, since this is your biggest goal on the list, I recommend setting a goal of mid-March and then kind of spending January and February, not only crafting all the things that you need to do behind the scenes for the launch, but also showing up and being visible so that when this new thing is launched, your audience is primed and excited for it. So this also ties into the email subscribers and podcast goal as well. Um, so when you're trying to grow your email subscribers, you know, utilizing um, content that is related to your new offering, whether that's a product or service that you'll have, and then sharing across social media and starting to grow your list so that when your new product or service is launched, you'll have more people to share it with and you'll have an engaged audience because if they opted in based on the content that you're sharing that is related to your new offering, clearly they're a pretty warm audience because they are obviously interested. And then with podcasts, you can easily find a way to talk about the new product or service you're launching. Maybe even talking about something related to the topic you'll be releasing for the new product or service on to further your credibility. Um, 
I like to do that a lot. So I talk about Pinterest a lot and I have Pinterest products and um, I've started talking more about productivity on social media and productivity in general, like I am now. Um, so that ties back into you know products and services that I offer as well. So just kind of making sure it ties into your new offering, if that's what you're wanting to do, is really key. Or if you just want to get on podcasts to increase your build visibility and grow your you know following and your audience, that's great too. Um, but you know, just being really intentional with the goals you set each quarter and making sure it aligns with your big picture goal at the end of the day. So if your big goal is a monetary goal or, you know, having a certain amount of clients or, you know, helping a certain amount of people, you know, just make sure it ties into your long-term in-game goal, um, no matter what you do. And Quarterly planning really helps you do that because a lot of the time people set goals and they're like, yeah, I'm really stoked. It's January 1st or January 2nd, whatever that day is. I'm setting all these goals for this year. And then they fall off the wagon by like February. You've seen it with, um, you know, people who go to the gym starting in January for New Year's resolutions. And by February, they're not anywhere to be seen. So the same thing happens with business goals if you're not intentional about it and if you don't really set deadlines to get things done. So kind of off that tangent, but after you go and do all the things for that, you'll need to add in all the daily tasks that you need to get done. Um, in addition to the new things you're wanting to do. So if you're a service-based business owner, then you would add in things like client work and all of the other daily, weekly, and monthly things that you need to do and make it fit in your schedule. So if you have that really big launch that you're planning and you also have to do um, work for clients every single day, just make sure that you're not overloading yourself with tasks for the lunch. And obviously your clients are going to be your number one focus because, you know, that's how you're making money at that point in time. But, you know, making sure you're not overwhelming yourself with too many of those tasks in one day. So that's why I recommend, you know, a lunch goal of March so that you have time to spread it out among the 90 day period versus trying to launch in the beginning of February and only having 30 days to get everything together in addition to all the other tasks you need to do in your business. So I hope this was helpful for you guys and that you're excited to take on 2019 and Q1, especially with a new mindset if you're not already quarterly planning. Um, if you are, you are ahead of the game, good for you. But I just really wanted to share this with you before I took my two month or month and a half off from the podcast because I think it's really important and something that has really helped me grow my business this year. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com slash episode 64. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Media Babes Community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.